They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Welcome to the Convenie Boys podcast, where my friend Mike and I share the latest and greatest from Japan's amazing convenience stores. In this week's episode, we share what we think are the most overrated convenie items. Mike goes off on products claiming to contain a half day's worth of vegetables. Lawson comes out with a dessert haul for the ages, and Mike celebrates the new cheese in family chicky. Now, let's head off to the convenie. They're the convenie, they're the convenie, they're the convenie, they're the convenie boys. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Well, two thumbs up, Mike. I am fully vaccinated. Got my second shot of Moderna last Monday, so it's party time, Mike. Actually, one week out. Got a two-week period post-second shot before you're fully immune, but uh, no, can't wait to, you know, just butt-naked party time all summer long, so... (laughs) All things are good over here. How are things over in Kurobe? Oh, man, Matt. I am doing so great this afternoon, this evening. Um, mm. I uh, I got to tell you, I had one of the best days I've had in a long time. And let me tell oh. you why. We took Leo to his first amusement park today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, Matt, I don't know about you, but I, I think it's fair to say I'm one of the oh, great yeah. lovers of uh, amusement parks Matt, you know, of my good memories, which I'm having less and less each day, you know, um, that sort of shining beacon of hope for me, that's, uh, that's Bush Gardens in Williamsburg, Virginia, Matt. Um, I don't know if I've ever told you, you know, my dad and I, we'd go every year. One oh, time wow. I, we rode the Big Bad Wolf roller coaster 13 <laughs> times in a day, Matt. 13 times. It's got to be some sort of record, you know, park record there. Um... So, you know, I, you know, the, the amusement parks for me, they're like the, the premium, like joy, you know, the premium amusement. Um, and to take Leo today to his first amusement park was awesome. We took him nearby town, um, Mirage Land, um, uh, you know, very small amusement park, but you know, he had an awesome time and, uh. You know, just seeing him, you know, riding the rides, having fun. It was uh, it was quite a day, man. I got to tell you. Everybody loves an amusement park. Mike, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, one of my great memories, going to Disney World. My dad waking us up at 5.30 so we could be at Space Mountain by 6 before the <laughs> line formed. Got to oh, go yeah. on it three times. Oh. Back to back to back because the old man had a plan. Yeah, it was... <laughs> He did the same thing with the Tower of Terror, actually. And, uh, no, everybody, I've never been to Bush Gardens. That's supposed to be like the biggest. So maybe one day Leo takes a big old trip to Bush Gardens. But just imagine if an amusement park's concessions were run by the Convini. Ooh, that would be something. Yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, think about that for a second. Yeah, man. I gotta say, you know, I am a fan of uh, amusement park concessions, um, but you're exactly right. I think the Campini getting in there would be on top of, you know, sort of a, a step up for them. And I will say before we get on with the show, Bush Gardens Williamsburg ranked most beautiful amusement park <laughs> 20 years in a row. 20 years so, um, in a row. So we can just do this as a non-paid wow. advertisement, everybody. Man. You want some fun, you want some day out with the fo- you know, with the family, 
Williamsburg Bush Gardens, everybody. All right? Like the so seals on that judge panel. It seems <laughs> a little fishy to me. Anyway, yeah, we're not here to hawk amusement parks. We're here to talk conbini here, Mike. And as usual, we got a lot to talk about. And, um, you know, last week we were in the courthouse making a case. Yeah. I was putting melon pan on trial, prosecuting that item as mm-hmm. highly overrated. I even called it bad. You were defending it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turned out that our followers, hey, you know, I lost. You won the case, Mike. Melon pan was voted decidedly good by an overwhelming margin mm-hmm. of uh, of our followers on Twitter. So congratulations. But, Thank you. Um, Thank you. Um, I will say, yeah, it was I think the final tally, the final tally was uh, maybe seventy percent to thirty percent um, in favor that melon pan is good, and I think that's also sort of the 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 general to, to, ratio. To, to, to of, be fair, uh, <laughs> this vote was conducted before people had a chance to hear my brilliant Nomar Garcia Para versus Derek Jeter argument. So uh, it's worth conducting that again. Just want to make that point there real quick. That's true. It, it, it might swing more into my favor in that case. But um, <laughs> anyways, Matt, so uh, what, uh, what, what are we talking about today then? Are we keeping up the trend of uh, looking at um, items? Yeah, so it, it, made, it got us thinking, you know, what are some other overrated items at the Conbini? We talk Conbini like it's uh, the greatest place on earth, and no doubt mm-hmm. about it, it is, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean everything in there is perfect. Or at least it doesn't stack up to what its reputation is out on the street. So we thought, okay, let's take a look at some overrated products at the Conbini, give our take on a few. So that's what we're going to be doing today. But before we dive into that, we put the mm-hmm. we put the word out on Twitter. We asked our followers, what is the most overrated item at the Conbini? And I'm proud to say one of the first replies we got, Mike, was from Slade Meat Fist. He said, mm-hmm. melon pan. Yeah. So, yeah. wow. No. How's that? Yeah. Yeah, well, he said, melon pan, am I doing this right? No, you're not doing yes. this right. This is a very, this is not the way that you should do this. <laughs> then we had PJMOS OMC, our great uh, Conbini tournament Legend. analyst. He said, Karaage-kun likes the flavor, but condensation in the container means by the time you eat it, it's usually soggy. That's true, um, yeah. but uh, I'm not sure I agree with Karage-kun because it just has this spectacular amount of flavors legendary product i i still think it's appropriately rated yeah sure yep uh taco chu uh he said hentai manga hard to say that's overrated overrated yeah interesting yeah (laughs) i think most people do consider that to be atrocious garbage so um i guess you could still say it's overrated as atrocious garbage something worse than that um we had definitely not a robot say strong zero uh, yeah i think yeah. there's a good case to be yeah made there's there. a good Sean, case there i yeah. agree yeah so good call deaths. on that yes <laughs> uh daniel beck said canned coffee as did jen in japan canned coffee stuff is nasty she said that got six likes jen in japan kind of felt like you, she was trolling me all week um mm-hmm. listen if anything, canned coffee is so underrated. It's it's unfair. This product needs more attention. I don't know why, why people. I I I, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know. Yeah. You turn your brain on, everybody. Canned coffee is fantastic. 
yeah, it's sore spot for Matt. So uh, yeah, let's move on on that. And we had French fries from uh, Jace. I don't really hmm, overrated. Does anybody even pay attention to French fries in the Conbini because they're next to yeah. Chicky American Dogs Yakitori? I, I think they're, they're yeah, just pretty run of the mill. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh, we had Mr. Talk about salmon onigiri. Wow. Ooh. Salmon onigiri, yeah, no, I think this person might have a, a problem sort of understanding the definition of overrated. I think this would be drastically underrated. Um, and, well, I don't know, Com depending on the person, you know, right at the spot it would be, which is one of the legendary great items of the convening. Yeah, uh, no doubt about it. Um, next up here, Mike, we got uh, Ted binge-watching 2020 season two O'Neill. <laughs> said slurpees uh slurpees as we found out there there are like two conbini in tokyo that carry slurpees but i think he's mostly talking about the u.s here um yeah. and in I which think... case yeah I, I in which case that's the only good thing at the conbini <laughs> i would say so i don't i don't know <laughs> yeah and i i guess it could be possibly on oh oh yeah definitely not over slurpees are incredible yeah what am i saying slurpees yeah. are fantastic yeah. Then we have uh, Madier, who I called to the stand uh, in my prosecution against Melon Pan. She said the sandwiches, which got nine likes. Yeah, I gotta say, that's way off the marks. Beanie sandwiches are absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Wow, sandwiches. Okay, all right. And then uh, Baca, Bacchus, and May D uh, said Fammy Chicky. Uh, yeah. And that got a uh, collective 17 likes between those two tweets, Mike. So, shots fired. Yeah, well, you know, 17 people don't know what the hell they're talking about. But anyways, all right, Matt. Well, um, so, uh, yeah. So, thanks for everybody for, for uh, letting us know what you think on Twitter. But I think uh, we're going to get into our picks. Is that right? Yeah, that's right, Mike. All right, so uh, we each picked out three items that we think are overrated at the mm -hmm. Conbini. So uh, why don't we start off with your first one here, Mike. Let's see what you got picked out. Always a treat here to see what's going on in your world. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, Matt, um, I think you're, you might see where I'm going with this. So this is one that um, sort of goes back to the Combini tournament, and I, I think I'm just feeling still a little bit sore about this one. Matt, if you remember, Tsukune. So this is Tsukune. What is Tsukune? It's, um, it's uh, chicken uh, balls that are pierced on a stick. Um, and Matt, the reason I'm bringing this back is because, if you remember, in the Combini tournament, Tsukune actually won its first round as a 14 seed against none other than Oden. Oh. And it it beat Oden pretty well. And, you know, when we were talking about overrated items, I was just thinking back to that matchup, and I just couldn't believe that more people thought that Tsukune was better than Oden. And so I had to say, we're talking about overrated items. This is incredible. I mean, this is... This is nothing compared to Oden, and if people think that Oden is worse than Skene, then we've got a we got a big problem, Matt. Yeah, if uh, if that's the measure uh, up against Oden, no doubt about it, Skene was way uh, way overperformed in the Convini mm -hmm. tournament. But um, yeah, in general, I think 
you know, nobody gets excited about Skune. It's just a ball of chicken that's skewered, especially when yeah. it's next to its brother, Yakitori. Everybody gets oh, the Yakitori. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows how long that Skune's been sitting there in the hot box just waiting. It's like, it's like a, you know, it's like an ugly cat in the old, uh, <laughs> in the shelter, just hoping that one day uh, somebody's going to come and take it off the shelf and bring it home and love it. Okay, Tsukune, uh, interesting choice there, Mike. Uh, I'm going to bring up yeah. my item next, okay? What? Nikuman. Nikuman, Mike. Uh, yeah. Let me be clear. <laughs> Let me be clear, ladies and gentlemen. Nikuman is one of the best products in the Konbini. If you go back to episode two or three, we each share our top three favorite Konbini items. I believe I had Nikuman almost in the top three now mike i see you yeah you're grimacing there i don't know maybe our friendship has just been destroyed i don't know but here's the deal and i talked about this with karen and this is this is her argument which i thought was brilliant nikuman is absolutely fantastic but pizza man may be better and nikuman hmm. it's so it's so good it casts mm-hmm. it casts a shadow greater than its goodness and mm-hmm. overshadows unnecessarily the pizza man so i definitely nikuman is outstanding one of the best products in the convenience but i think it may just cast a little too much shade on a product that may even be better the pizza man all right, Matt, I see what you're doing here. This is more sort of a semantic <laughs> argument that's going on here. Um, <laughs> All right, so, um, well, I'm going to have to disagree. I agree that Pizza Man might be better than Nikuman. I will give you that. But I don't think that diminishes the stature of uh, Nikuman whatsoever. But I do see what you're saying. Nikuman is sort of the, you know, the, the sort of the, the matriarch of the family, the <laughs> patriarch of the family. And yeah, sort of um, its children are sort of overshadowed yeah, by its exactly. presence. So I see exactly. in that sense that perhaps might, it might be a little bit overrated, but um, mm, overrated, I don't know. So um, yeah, okay, but fair enough. I, I see where you're going with that. All right, let's see what you got for your next one. Item number two, overrated <clears throat> item number two from Mike. What do we- yeah, yep, yep, Matt. Um, when this image is loads, I'll, I'll let you know. But uh, Matt, <laughs> let me explain what this is. Okay, is this? so I'm sure I know our audience is mostly people living in Japan, international people living in Japan, or visitors to Japan. And for this, for them, this might not apply. But for the greater Japanese public, this is very overrated, in my opinion. What is this, Matt? This is cheese tara, otherwise known as chi tara. And what chi tara is, Matt, it's two thin layers of tara, which is a fish. Codfish. A dried fish, codfish. And then in between that is cheese. And you yeah. might be saying to yourself, like, well, you know, that's fine. Like, whatever. But, Matt... I'm sure you know that in the Kombini snack section, this occupies way too big of a piece of real estate. I mean, mm-hmm. half of the foods that you can get 
between beef jerky and cheeses, half of it is cheese tara themed items where you have this cheese and you have the fish. And many people, I think, have probably been confused at times. You go to a party, somebody pulls out some snacks and you're eating this cheese. You're thinking like, wait a second, that, I guess that's cheese. It tastes like cheese, but it's kind of a little bit too sweet. That's chi tara. It's, I just don't think you need that tara. I want more cheese options. I think that people need to lay off the fish and mixing it with cheese. And so Matt, for me, this is a, um, this is a big uh, overrated item for me. Yeah, uh, I've never had chi tata, Mike, but you know mm-hmm. it does look pretty gross. The idea of two thin layers of dried salted codfish uh, sandwiching mm-hmm. cheese doesn't sound very good. Yeah, um, especially that whole section of the kombini is outstanding. You know, you got uh, all kinds of stuff there. You got beef jerky, you got dried squid, and uh, typically, you know, you don't. It's like, you know, sort of RPG style. You don't you don't really unlock that level of the convenience till like level <laughs> 20. People don't get there that quickly. Um, and so if you were to step on this landmine as your first, uh, you know, foray into the uh, dried fish and beef section, that mm-hmm. would be unfortunate. So um, I guess, yeah, overrated, sure. I, I Hard to make a case uh, against that one. Yep. All right, my number two here, Mike, overrated item at the Convini. Uh, oh, it's boy. Pocky. Pocky. Um, I think Pocky is so overrated. It's ridiculous. It's not even as good as its savory cousin, Pretz. Salad-flavored mm. Pretz. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Way better than this Pocky. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Pocky has acquired this legendary status as a fun sweet maybe it's all the flavors maybe it you know somehow made inroads into the united states mm-hmm. and people associate it with japanese culture i don't yeah. i don't know but it's this flimsy lame stick cookie cracker with that's been dipped in chocolate and when you're when you got takenoko no sato when you got mm. country man cookies when you got black thunder all over that section you know to see somebody walk out with pocky is just disappointing to me so i think pocky way overrated wow um so at first i was ready to argue with you when when i saw this image (laughs) i do think pocky is amazing and a staple of the kombini and japanese sweets in general but when I heard your argument, I guess you're right. What is so special about Pocky? It's just a stick. It's got a little chocolate. And you eat it. Um, it's, you know, it's not the taste so much. It's more just the fun of it, I think. Um, but I I guess, in a sense... What about sense, Topo? I... Topo is better than Pocky. Topo is like the inverse of Pocky, where you, <laughs> you stuff the chocolate inside the tube. I think Topo is better than Pocky. Wow. Nobody nobody talks about Topo. Fair enough. But I don't know. I mean, I I like the place that Pocky's at. I think the name is doing a lot of work here and the the shape of it, just the like the fun of it. You pop, pop, pop the Pocky into your mouth. You share it. Hey, you want a Pocky? Boom, slam it in your mouth. I think that, um, yeah, 
I think in general, I don't mind the, the, the sort of legendary status that it holds. And I enjoy Pocky. Anybody, anytime anybody gives me some, I think like, hey, you know, this is, a, I'm having a fun time now, you know? And so in that way, I, I disagree, but I, I think you, you have some good points. Yeah, there, it is strange that this item, in what it is, and it's, you know, like what it actually is, has reached this level of stat, like legendary status. It's a little strange. So um, I see where you're coming. coming All on. right. Let's wrap it up here. You got one more item that you think is highly overrated here at the Kenbini. Oh, yep. Yeah, no bad. Um, this is another legendary Japanese uh, item. Um, this is a legendary beverage. This is Kalpis. Um, what is Kalpis? Kalpis is a soft drink, I guess you'd call it. It's not carbonated, but it's basically a juice that is the the sort of um color and um sort of consistency of milk but it's sweet um matt um kalpas is loved throughout the country and known i'd say internationally as sort of like a japanese thing i just don't really get it i know it's getting to be summer and that's when it really shines but it just doesn't really make any sense to me and it's kind of like weird like the the sort of milky consistency and 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 like look of it just kind of freaks me out i'd never go into the convenience and be like wow i could really go for a cow piss like it just but you know people love it you know my brother is a huge fan of cow piss <laughs> i don't understand it. it it's very strange to me i don't understand why it's reached that i i understand in that the, i think the color the sort of shock value of it does a lot of work but um yeah man this for me is just way overrated yeah, I've never thought to myself when it's August, 90 degrees, 140% humidity. You know what? I could go for some uh, for, for some uh, fizzed up milk. Yeah, that's what's gonna refresh me right now. Uh, I think I've made. I think I've had maybe one Kelpis in my entire life, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at that since it says uh, since 1919 on the uh on the on the bottle there i think that might be the packaging date it's not just the uh <laughs> foundation of the company okay calpis totally agree with you there mike all right last one here overrated items this is for me tuna mayo oh, onigiri here okay boy. tuna mayo yep. onigiri yep. yep yep um this came up in the conveni tournament mike um mm-hmm. We had Umeboshi Onigiri, uh, one seed up against uh, Tuna Mayo, which I think was an eight seed. And Tuna Mayo blew right, back, blew right by mm-hmm. uh, Umeboshi Onigiri. And we went on to find out that Tuna Mayo is actually the most popular Onigiri flavor at the Konbini throughout Japan. Yeah. Um, why? I don't yeah. really get it. Tuna mayo onigiri, yeah, it's good. I've eaten plenty of tuna mayo onigiri, but there are way better onigiri flavors out there. You got umeboshi. You got, uh, not to mention, all the seasonal special edition onigiri out there. Um, I just don't understand why canned tuna fish mixed with a slap of mayonnaise yeah. has become the onigiri champion in Japan, so I, I similar to it's it's good, but it's way overrated. Yeah, yep, Matt, you said it perfectly. Um, as soon as I saw this, I thought, wow, yep, I've you know this is one that I actually would have picked up as well if I would have if thought of it. 
you're right. The the sort of it's it's standing in the Kamini tournament was I mean blew us away, and I, yeah. I really don't understand it. Like you said, it, it and I, I think that visitors to Japan or people who haven't who, who um, you know, have a vision of Japan as like you know, um, th- this isn't what they would think of, and and I. I agree. Like, I don't know where this came about. Well, actually, I do. We read uh, Gavin Whitelaw's article, so we know how it came about. But um, it's strange to me, Matt. There's so many good things. And um, yeah, Tunamayo Onigiri, it just, I don't understand what, what everybody's all worked up about. Yeah, it's good, but it's not great. Yep. All right. Well, Matt, thank you very much for those overrated items. Um, all right. Well, Let's head over to the Chicky Wars, but unfortunately there is no Chickies this week. Mm. So we're just going to head right over to the scoreboard, Matt. Um, so first off, let's look at the scoreboard. Um, I'll hit you with some numbers here. We got Family Mart, 47 items. Lawson, 30. 7-Eleven, 80. Mini Stop, 26. Daily Yamazaki, 8. Seiko Mart, 9. Poplar, we might have to get it off of here, Matt. We don't understand zero question mark and new days fourteen items. Any thoughts? Not really. Seven uh, Eleven taking yeah. a dip this week at eighty. I'm sure they'll yeah. be back across the century mark next week. Otherwise, everybody's just playing right in their wheelhouse. So uh, yeah, uh, maybe next week we just uh, kick Poplar off and uh, yep. you know maybe take a look back uh, in a few more weeks. All right. Yep. Sounds good to me. Okay, man. Well, let's head right over to our winners and losers then. Um, we are going to start with your loser this week. So, Matt, I'm going to share the screen. And what are we looking at here? Boom. Oh, Mike, we're looking at a... This is out of 7-Eleven. This is a salt ramen salad. Okay, so this is uh, ramen. So we're looking at a nice big fat slab of pork chashu, some pickled bamboo shoots, uh, and then you got uh, some some bean sprouts in there. But they're calling this a salad, Mike. I think because we have uh, four leaves of uh, what looked to be arugula lettuce <laughs> on top and a little cup of dressing, but I'm not so sure that isn't melted back fat in there. I don't know what they're trying to do. Uh, if they're trying to appeal to a healthy crowd by sticking some green on a cold bowl of pork fat. <laughs> but... Um, I don't know. This seems like smoke and mirrors here, Mike, and it doesn't look very good. If you're going to eat ramen, just eat ramen. Uh, There's no way you're going to make that stuff healthy. So that's my loser for this week, Mike. Yeah, man. This looks really bad. This is cold? Yeah, cold. Oh, boy. So you got those cold bean sprouts. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Those cold bamboo shoots mm-hmm. and that cold chashu. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, Matt. This is not a great item here. Um, yeah, I don't know where they get off calling this a salad. Oh, this is cold? Cold. Oh, boy. Yeah, no. I don't want any part of this. This just does not look good at all. Yeah. Mm. All right, Matt. Well... Unfortunately for 7-Eleven, they're getting two losers this oh. week, Matt. Um, mm, and I'm going to explain what's going on here. Well, let me explain. So this, Matt, is the half a day's vegetable. <laughs> half a day's vegetables. Spicy and sweet kimchi mm. nabe. 
So, hey, all that sounds pretty good, right? Well, Matt, you know what? I was listening to a song recently. It was by um, the British uh, rock band, The Who, and it was called I Won't Be Fooled Again. And, uh, Matt, that's how I felt when I saw this item. Matt, I'm taking aim at this half a day's vegetable Uh right here. Okay. This is a trend that's been going on for way too long, and I just want to call it out right now. Plus, this just looks like garbage to me, but hey, everybody has their own opinion. looks good. So, Matt, you know that at the Combini, it's hard to get vegetables, you know? Um, yeah. It's hard to get good vegetables and yeah. good Combini items. And so, you know, the Combini's working hard to try to get some more vegetables in there. And this looks all right. You know, you got your tofu, you got some kimchi, and underneath it, you got that questionable cabbage cabbage yeah but i'll give you what here's the problem matt when you get these items that say half a day's vegetables what you usually get is you get some sort of pre-boiled cabbage Mm -hmm. and then they sort of just dump a bunch in there and then they add a little bit of flavoring in the end that flavoring does not reach that boiled cabbage and so then you heat it up in the microwave and you just get microwaved pre-boiled cabbage that's just no flavor whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And that's my general feeling on these half a day's vegetables. They just throw some boiled cabbage in there, don't even care about the flavor, and they think, hey, this is a half a day's vegetable, it's healthy. We're gonna charge you five hundred yen, five bucks of your hard-earned money. And Matt, I'm trying to say that I've had enough of this sham. These half a day's vegetables, you think you're getting healthy, instead you're just getting unoptimized items and so matt this is my loser for the week and i've had enough i gotta be honest all that explanation you did was making me kind of (laughs) hungry i think that sounds great i i like boiled cabbage with the kimchi flavoring this looks really nice you got the two big blocks of tofu flanking either side of the bowl you got a healthy amount of kimchi. It looks like you got some pork slices, some green onion, and then, yeah, a big fat layer of Napa cabbage on the bottom, which I, I, I love. I think this is a great-looking product, and to think that you get a half day's worth of vegetables in there, I know you're saying that's a sham, but, yeah, it's it sounds like a pretty attractive product to me. So, uh, I don't know. I'd probably... I, I, would, I would entertain this. This looks nice. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm just sending out the word. <laughs> this is my experience. That half day, half a day's worth of vegetables never turns out how you like it. That's just my warning. But hey, you know, do what, do everyone do what you like. All right, Matt. So let's go on, on to our uh, to our winners here. All right, we're going on to your winner first. And what are we looking at here? Boom. Yeah, Mike, this is out of Lawson here. This is the Uchi Cafe series. And uh, wow. You know what, Mike? Uh, I guess Christmas came early and Santa thinks we've been some good boys here because Mm. we're looking at... This is like a dessert Uchi Cafe series haul here. And I don't know if I have this correct, but they, they are serving up a matcha tiramisu tart. So that's two desserts in one there on its own, ladies and gentlemen. We have a matcha tart. On top of that is a matcha tiramisu with the lady finger soaked in coffee on the bottom. Then you got the matcha whip on the top and then whipped cream on top of that, dusted with matcha powder. But then, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> next to it is a 12-layer matcha crepe. Are you kidding me? 
You can God. get both of these for 420 yen? Are you out oh of your God. mind? What? What? Um, also, the color on these, Mike, is just absolutely outstanding. Matcha, of course, famous for its brilliant green color. And you're looking at every shade of green here. You got deep dark forest greens. You got bright, almost lime green from that from that powder. You got more faint uh, whispers of pastel green. It's just like uh, you know, did Monet help design these products here? You know, these belong in a museum, not on my plate. Absolutely great looking products. I can't believe you can get two desserts in one order. Wow impressive stuff actually it's kind of three because you get the tart the tiramisu and the crepe good god matt um damn that 420 yeah price tag might not be a mistake <laughs> matt holy crap yeah um intern prices what's going on <laughs> holy good golly this is 420 for these two desserts Either of these could be priced at four twenty just for the slice itself, yeah. and you probably wouldn't bat an eye. Both of them look amazing. Um, Matt, I, I've never seen this where you bundle no. two desserts together. Yeah, it's a bundle. It's a bundle. This is a bundle. There's no doubt. Um, this crepe, yeah. What did you say? Twelve layers. Twelve, twelve layers. Twelve. And those are distinct layers. Yeah. You're exactly right. The, the the variety of green here is just across the spectrum. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh my god. I <laughs> Matt, this is one for the ages, and that's saying a lot. This is Uchi Cafe, so you know, every week we're getting great items, but this is amazing. Yeah. Wow. Spectacular. All right, Matt. Well, going on to my winner, something a little bit less spectacular, but a legend, no doubt. Oh, um, Matt. We're looking at, this is coming out of Family Mart, this is the Parisian Sand, the Ham and Cheese. Matt, this is, um, uh, so the Parisian Sandwich, it's like, a, it's like a baguette that you cut, and then you cut a slice in that, and you put the, put the ingredients in there. This one is the, the staple. It's the ham. It's the cheese. It's the lettuce and the mayonnaise. And Matt, they're calling this a new item, but give me a damn break. This is a goddamn legend right here. This is one that's been there since the beginning. This is an item that you can find in any kombini, not just Family Mart. You can find it in any kombini. The Parisian sand, the ham, and the cheese. And Matt, you know, we like to pick up new items and, you know, give a shout-out to them. But I like to give a shout-out to the legends every once in a while. This is one that's gotten me through many a tough day. You know, I go in there in the convenience. I'm looking for something hearty. I'm looking for something that's going to fill me up. But it's got a little zing. And it's got some cheese and some meat. And that's when I go for that Parisian sandwich, Matt. Um, you know, I love this. It's one of my favorite items at the Kombini. And um, yeah, so I just wanted to give a shout out to the legend this week. The Parisian sand ham and cheese. I'm a little worried about you, Mike. I think... Uh... <laughs> It's been a long time. You've been living in Japan, and I know it. you can lose track of what a good sandwich is, and you clearly have lost track of what a good sandwich is. I mean, we're looking at 
four very flimsy slices of highly processed ham with some wilted mm-hmm. lettuce in a baguette. <laughs> and uh, it might be time to come home. <laughs> and uh, get you a real get you a real sandwich. I'll take you to uh, Bob's Italian down in Medford and I'll get you a real some capicola, some salami with some hots on that, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a little worried about you if, if this is what you're calling out as a great sandwich here, Mike. Wait, Matt, let me let me <laughs> rephrase this. I'm not calling this a great sandwich. I'm calling this a legendary convenient item. And I think there's a big difference there. The content of this is not important. It's that this guy's been on that rack, in that little cooling rack, for many a year, Matt. The Parisian sandwich, ham and cheese. Get out there, everybody, and get it. Forget what Matt said. Don't even think about this as, an, as a sandwich. Think about it as a convenient experience. All right. We might need to turn off your mic before you lose all credibility here. All right. Those are our winners and losers for this week. And now we're bringing back a segment we haven't done in some time. It's What's the Call on the Hall? So uh, actually, right before this podcast started, we were somebody tweeted a hall, a convenient hall at us, Mike. And we're going to bring it. I'll bring it up on screen. I'll walk our listeners through it. And then you're going to give a rating to yeah. the hall, one out of five stars. So um, here we go. Uh, this is from Stephen on the Move, and this is a Hokkaido-specific haul out of a Sapporo-based Seiko Mart, okay? This is from Hokkaido. What we're looking at here, okay? We have a pumpkin monaka ice cream. Monaka is that wafer cookie stuffed with uh, pumpkin ice cream. We have a Sapporo Classic Tall Boy Beer, Mm-hmm. For the main, we have a Katsu Don from mm. from uh, their Hot Chef section. That's uh, Seiko Mart's like giant hot mm. box. They serve fresh hot items. And Katsu is a fried mm. pork cutlet sitting on top of rice. And then we have a Guarana Soda, which uh, I'm not so familiar with, uh, but... Okay, we have some sort of soda here. So, um, Mike, uh, what's your call on this haul? Matt, um, if we could just sort of, you know, uh, sort of do some sort of Photoshop to cut out that Guarana soda, I'd be saying, damn. Yeah. We're looking at something good here, Matt. But, you know, I started looking at the Kabucha Monaka. Wow. Now that looks damn good. Mm. Oh, yeah. Cycling, you know, counterclockwise. I see that <laughs> Sapporo Classic Tall Boy. Now that mm. is a classic if there ever was one. Get up mm. to about twelve o'clock, and we've got that Katsudon, which is no doubt fresh. I can see it sweating a little in there. That looks amazing. <laughs> and then we get back to about nine o'clock here, and we see this bizarre what is this? soda. What is this thing doing in this picture? This looks like one of those photo bombs, you know, where somebody comes in and they're like, just completely not related to anyone else. Um, Matt, yeah, cut out that guarana, and I'm, you know, hey, four or five stars. That's a damn good meal. Hall, I don't know, that's a meal right there. 
throwing that guarana, I gotta cut it down. I'm giving this three stars. I love it, you know, um, coming from Seiko Mart, you know, that's not something we see much. And so it's always great to get something from Hokkaido. Um, but uh, yeah, I just don't really understand that. Maybe I'm missing some context, but in general, yeah, three stars for me. Yeah, I couldn't agree more here. Really solid haul until that guarana comes up. We might have to do a, a full scale investigation into what this guarana soda <laughs> is. I think it is it that rare African bean that made its way into Coca Cola that came I up. Don't I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, we'll have to we'll have to look into mm -hmm. that more. But uh, hey, Steve, you did a good job. Just don't know what yep. the hell that soda is. Yep. Yep. Thanks, Steve. All right, Mike, it's time to wrap up with our final segment. This is my favorite <laughs> segment every week. This is At the Gemba with Mike. Mike, of course, you're at the Gemba, the place where the action happens. What product do you have to review this week? Matt, Matt, Matt. Um, it's been an interesting two weeks here for me at the Gambini. I've been on a, a cheeky frenzy, there's no doubt. Oh, um, and Matt, a couple weeks ago. Something came out, and that was none other than the cheese in Fami Chicky, which, yeah. we, as we said, we'd had this before. Yeah. And it's nothing to write home about. Well, Matt, oh, something boy. happened. Something changed. <laughs> Either they changed the flavor, they changed sort of what was going on in there, or my sort of taste has just fallen to... <laughs> Inexplicable levels, which, you know, with that Parisian sandwich, who knows. But Matt, I got to say, this was really good. And I got to tell you, I've had mm. about seven family chickies since this came out. And six of them oh, the were the cheese in family chicky, Matt. So I don't know what it was. I think they did something where they separated the cheese and that juice a little bit more. There's a little bit of harmony going on now. And the cheese has a little bit more sort of distinct flavor to it, which I'm really liking. And Matt, this is when I first had, I'm going to show you. This is also really good. Boom. Went and got. Ooh, nice. Yeah. What a package. What a package. Mm, and let me tell you, Matt, it's not just the chicky that was better. There's some additional thing that made this really, We're looking really at great. the Fami Chicky Burger, by the way. That's right. Remember, I reviewed the Fami Chicky Burger, which is just a bun with tartar sauce. Gave it four stars because you put the Fami Chicky in there and it's amazing. So there you go. I got the bag and Matt, look at Oh, that. God almighty. Oh, sorry. We should have, I should have put a little bit of like not safe for work warning here, Matt. This is, this is a picture of me halfway through here. This is the, whoa, that's the Fami Chicky burger the bun Whoa. you can see the little bit of green there that's that tartar sauce <laughs> coming through we got the family chicky and when then we got that cheese just that cheese oh damn good golly yeah matt so i'm God trying to almighty. what i'm trying to tell you is oh. this was great this was good it's not better than the family chicky himself but i think i we have found the natural home for the Fami Chicky Bun, the burger. And that is wow. Interesting. the cheese in yep. Fami Chicky. Combined together, this is a five star for me. Without the bun, I give it 4.5 stars, Matt. I don't know if this is the diamond in the rough that we've been looking for, but I was very happy with this cheese in Fami Chicky 
from Family Mart. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this photo here, I gotta say, this bun looks really good. It's got a lot of it's air good. bubbles in it. It looks oh, nice yeah. and fluffy. Oh, yeah. That cheese, though, it is pouring out like, oh, yeah. uh, like a waterfall. Just this stunning bubble of melty cheese spilling down the face of this juice and that that chicky does look like a straight up oh. water balloon right there oh. that thing is wet <laughs> that is a juicy boy right there that thing got the super soaker treatment for sure i gotta tell you family mart if they if they launched in the united states served only chicky burgers they would be the number nobody would be talking about popeyes nobody would be talking about chick-fil-a everybody would be talking about the chicky burger this looks absolutely my first thought was wow i thought chick-fil-a had a good chicken burger they don't this looks like the king of the jungle jungle i don't know what i'm talking about now but mm. yeah this is this looks absolutely stunning mike and um wow wow this looks wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm salivating. I'm actually salivating. Yeah, man. I'm um. I'll sorry about that. I yeah. I gotta tell you, Matt. Super pumped with how that went. Um, and yeah, I, I we might have found our king, but yeah. I don't know. the The hunt is still on for that five star cheese and chicky, and we'll see how it goes from here. Well, uh, what an exciting way to end the show here. Uh, thanks to everybody for listening. We'd also give a shout out to our supporters who are buying us chickies. Crew of Japan, thank you. Jeff Bailey, thank you. Anonymous, thank you. Uh, really appreciate your support of the podcast. If you'd like to support, please go to uh, buymeacoffee.com slash boys and buy us a chicky. Um, thanks everybody for listening. Please share and rate the podcast so more people find it also check us out on youtube where you can uh, watch everything that we're looking at subscribe like we're on social media you can follow us on twitter we're really active join the conversation there uh, we're also on facebook and instagram if you have a convenient memory a convenient composition head over to anchor.fm slash boys and leave us a message we'll play it on the podcast hey thanks to everybody again and mike i'll see you at the convenient see you at the convenient matt